Okay, welcome back to something on the real that episode a number. Cade Edens Diego Ferreira. Cade is COVID boy. He is sick with the vid. Yep. We, How uh, you feeling? How'd uh, you get it? I'm vibing. Uh, specifically, I have no idea how I got it. Um, my theory is homecoming weekend at OU. Um, that's my theory. I think it's a highly likely theory. But that, that's that's what happened. That's where. I yeah, got I, it. I I I could um, agree with that. But uh, yeah, no, we got um, we got your video out on uh, Wednesday. Um, I don't know if you, I know you didn't watch the first one. Did you watch the second one at all? Not at all. No one bit. I have faith in you. I don't like watching myself. How is it? I was pretty proud of the editing I put into the first one. And I feel like I outdid myself with the second one. Oh. Um, Views wise, uh, it did not reach the same height that the other one did. Um, still a lot. It's still the second most viewed video on our channel, but, um, and it's only been out like five days anyway. So true. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm just hoping one of these videos, uh, picks up. I was hoping, um, my plan was Friday. I was going to wake up real early and record one of these, I, I have a few um, tutorial videos in mind that would be super quick to shoot and then super quick to edit. So my plan was to go out, film a, a video, and then also a quick uh, YouTube shorts Friday morning, and then quickly run through and edit it before I had to work at 6. Yeah. But uh, Thursday evening... I uh, tested positive with an expired uh, COVID test. They were expired. They were like used by July of 2022. So they were quite expired. Yeah, that's um, a little, that's a little expired. Yeah. Yeah. And um, my mom found that it was, you know, it's possible you can have a false positive um, with, an expired COVID test. So they, they were going to go out or Friday morning, get some tests and, um, we would see for sure. But I also found that like more likely than not, um, if you take an expired COVID test, if it's a positive, that's pretty reliable results still like more than likely. Yeah. You are actually positive, even though plus you just sound like you have COVID. Well, yeah, I didn't then, um, but, uh, so yeah, I tested myself again Friday, uh, and had a second positive test, so I've just been chilling all weekend, um, kind of peaked, like, Saturday, where I was just coughing my lungs out all day, but, um, it's kind of, kind of, disappointing i had you know i thought i was gonna get some stuff done this weekend i was gonna go to the renaissance fair on saturday 
Uh, but now I'm here, stuck in my bedroom Stu- in Athens, Ohio. Stuck, stuck with me. Stuck, yes. Stu- <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, which Cade also made some uh, TikTok shorts. I'm going to be posting one of them tomorrow. And then two more further down the week mm-hmm. on my TikTok. I don't know if Kate's posting on his TikTok. I feel like he should. I thought I would. Yeah. Um, I'm. Yeah, I should. Not I like we have of, the same followers, so. True. Very true. I'm pretty sure you have way more followers than I do. They're mostly bots. I want you to be aware of that. Oh, sure. Just mostly, it's mostly those like hot women, my OnlyFans users, seven, seven thousand, two million. Okay, but don't you whatever. have like over a hundred of those? I've only got twenty-two. Why? Why is there just this discrepancy? Why don't I get all the? Because I follow hot a lot women of thirst bots. accounts. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference. I follow um, a lot of thirst accounts, so they're just like, oh, this is the guy who would buy our link <laughs> for our bots. Oh, fair enough. I saw some weird stuff on there. Like, it's been advertising something called Timu, which I don't know what Timu is. It's I know it got Wish. sued recently. Okay, so that makes even less sense. Because <laughs> some of the ads I was getting... You know Valkyrie, right? The The streamer. Yeah. They're just like the advertisement was like, oh my god, I thought she was so innocent. Look, she just leaked, and it had like a fake. It had one of them uh, AI deep fake things with her Ooh. on with a naked body. What? That's... And it said, "Get Timu <laughs> to see her leaks." What? And I was like, and I'm like, okay, this is the weirdest TikTok, and it's done that like. For different people, but that was the most famous one. I've never seen that. I, I always see the things where it's like, um, white lady in a, in a business suit, and she's kicking over a stack of, like, Nintendo Switch boxes, and the guy comes running in, and he's like, what are you doing? And he was like, everyone thinks that, uh, this is all a scam, because these are selling for so cheap, so I'm just smashing them. And they're like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's real, it's real, and stuff like that, and it's... Like, they're trying to sell Nintendo Switches for 10 or 20 bucks or something yeah. like that. And it's like, yeah, no, it is a scam. But, yeah, no, like, Timu is just an online, like, Amazon or Wish.com or eBay, but it's, like, Wish.com sketchy, but even cheaper than Wish.com somehow. Yeah, they got sued for something. I don't know what it was. But yeah, that's for me, the way they advertise it is by pretending there's leaked content of people. I've never seen that. Yeah, that's what happens when you like thirst traps. So, (laughs) Hold on, let me see. Uh, Timu accused of failing to secure customers' personal and financial data in class action lawsuit. I mean... What big company isn't doing that, I guess, but sure, Timu is quite sketchy. Um, I don't think there's, like, anything for sure, at least that I know of. I could be completely wrong. But from what I know, like, I don't think anything has come out as definitely, like, 100% proof this is a sketchy scam of a website, because you do still receive items. 
And from what I see, like, a lot of the times faster than Wish. Because, like, if you order something on Wish.com, it could be months before you receive that item, or you may never receive it. But, like, Timu, it seems like more often than not, you actually get the item in a decent amount of time. It's just they're really shitty item. And it's... I sent... I've sent Cade the TikTok that I was talking about just now. Oh. Uh, hold on. Live reaction. Hold on. Uh, to be fair, I didn't send the super explicit one. Oh, okay. Because I the? feel that's a, a little weird. What but. the fuck? <laughs> that's how team. That's the only reason I know what Timu is, other than the lawsuit. And then also, I thought Timu was just like a porn website. Yeah, no, no, it, it's. I, I I literally like one on my list. One of my video ideas because everyone's doing it on YouTube right now is like, you know, buy a bunch of audio equipment or buy a bunch of video editing or video equipment off of Timu. And see if it's worth the money. See if it if it's actually shit like it most likely will be, like you would expect it to be for its price point. But um, that's f yeah. That is not <laughs> okay. I don't know if I should say that's funny. Like it's like okay, f how that's really weird. That's why it's funny. But also like that's really fucked up. Yeah, because you know, one, you know it's Timu advertising it through, like, fake accounts. Yeah. So that it can't tie back to them. Yeah. So it's completely illegal if they got caught. But they probably oh, yeah. won't get caught. Like, literally the account you sent me, that's the only thing they've... No, they've posted it twice. Yeah. And there's multiple fake like accounts that have only posted stuff exactly like that. What is this called? No, I'm not going to read off the username. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, no. To my understanding, that is nothing like the team. But that is not what the team who app is. Um, so, um, I still wouldn't trust it. I have seen a lot of people comparing it to another. Um, similar company um and they said it is just a information private information scraping company uh, and they just they that's just why you should use mozilla firefox mozilla the mozilla. only browser that doesn't stalk you opera gx and now google follows all you sells all your private information but mozilla is free form and doesn't sell your information. Now, the websites you go on might, but Mozilla doesn't. I've just kind of accepted that my private information isn't private when you're on the internet. Yeah, that's pretty much how I feel. But my upstairs computer, um, for some reason, Google Chrome won't work on it anymore. So I've switched to Mozilla. And it, it's pretty nice, you know, solid. That's, it's still, it's better than Internet Explorer. That's yeah, all that matters. I, I used to use... I still use Google Chrome on my laptop, but on my desktop, I used to use Google Chrome. And, you know, everyone on YouTube is getting advertising from Opera GX, so I decided to try it out. And it's actually just like, in my 
use case so much quicker than Google Chrome. I mean, I'm this is just free advertising. This is stupid. I'm not going to get into this. But uh, I, I really, I thought it was much better. Um, so I've been using that. I refuse to use Internet Explorer or Microsoft Edge. Um, I yeah, used to use Mozilla I, I Firefox, love... and I got a lot of malware through Mozilla. I so. just love that, um, uh, the fact that, like, when you buy a new computer or whatever, it always tries to be like, oh, yeah, Microsoft Edge, you you want to use that, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I, literally, the only reason to use Microsoft Edge is to download a different browser. Seriously, like you, uh, that's uh, the first thing I think everyone, 99% of people who buy Windows PCs are type in Google Chrome into Microsoft Edge, download Google Chrome, set as default <laughs> uh, browser. Um, no, Microsoft Edge isn't good. That and it uses Bing. It's just like, why? Who uses Apparently, Google is now using AI. Well, because Bing for... started using AI, so Google's like, I guess we have to as well. And they both suck. Like, Bing's AI is not good. It's just a uh, super gimmicky. Really scary to think about. AI is taking over the world. It really is, according and to it will, a lot and it of people will on Twitter. Continue, and it will continue, and... So many people will be out of jobs if AI ever becomes decent. Dude, I'm already out of a job and AI's not decent yet. Uh, <laughs> um, no, it is kind of mind-boggling how quickly it is progressing. Um, yeah, did you see the, the... So, obviously, actors are still on strike, not writers. Mm. Um, and of course the big thing they asked for 2% or like less than 2% of revenue from companies the company said no obviously they always do this yeah but um one thing of course the companies are trying to do is make it so that you're able to ask an extra and be like hey can we use your ai feature for the rest of forever and never have to pay you, basically. Which would essentially get rid of all extras forever. Mm -hmm. Meaning, like, 80% of SAG wouldn't exist. Right? And so... Um, whatever. So, that's a big thing that the companies are going for. But, there was a movie or something on Disney Plus that had this cheerleading scene, and I don't really know what it was... And it had AI extras in the background, and they look so disgusting. Whoa, and like, hold on. now this I have to, because I mean we've had Disney already has proven to be like a company that is kind of invested into AI, with you know Secret Invasion having their entire intro AI generated. Hello, yeah, I mean. Disney is one of those people that don't want to pay people. I feel bad for A24. It feels like it's the only good company. And they struggle to actually make profit. 
Um, what was the most recent? There's actually quite a few A24 movies I'm kind of excited about. I mean, we had Talk To Me, which was from two YouTubers, but that is an A24 published movie. Um, I do really want to watch that, but I'm kind of like... I know what Raka Raka is capable of on YouTube, and now they have, like, feature film money. Right, right. And I feel like it's going to be uncomfortable, like, body horror kind of painful to watch. <laughs> Probably. Um, but A24, right now, they're trying to buy a big IP, and they tried to buy Halloween, the TV series they're trying to make. But they lost out to someone. They lost out to someone, but A24 basically wants a big IP because they, like, don't have anything that brings massive amount of money consistently. Hmm. Which seems weird that they don't just, like, I don't know, keep just funding the people who made Midsommar and, like, they try to get Jordan Peele make movies, too, man. Like... Oh wait! Okay. I feel like there, I feel like there's a ways that you don't have to get a big IP to be successful, and they've shown it. They're just not consistent at releasing these good movies. Yeah, sometimes I, they'll fund really bad ones that flop bad. Yeah, and I feel like it has to be like could just be there in like Netflix mentality. Granted, I feel like. They're more likely to fund something good than Netflix is, but um, I also just wonder if it's advertising. Because I feel like beyond their YouTube channel, I don't see too much advertising unless it's for something that winds up being big, like Hereditary, Midsommar. Um, yeah, I was about to say, I don't see much A24 advertisement, but the other thing could be is because they know that, like... They're not that big of a company. They don't fund that much advertisement into it. Yeah. Like, I could uh, see that. There is one movie that I saw recently being advertised decently and actually had like decent amount of like hype to it, I guess. Uh, Dream Scenario with Nicolas Cage. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Actually looks really good. Um. I actually really want to watch it. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for that. I've not. I've not. Uh, it's essentially Nicolas Cage plays kind of like a... Plays a professor, kind of like a washed up professor, I guess. Um, his classes are like barely attended and stuff like that. But there's like this like... How would you say like phenomenon or like epidemic where it's like people start seeing him in their dreams. He just kind of, like, walks up, like, while they're having this crazy dream, just in the background, he walks up and is just, like, staring at them. Interesting. And, like, it becomes this whole thing of, and now everyone's fascinated in this guy who, before, no one cared about him. He was, like, a nobody, pretty much. But now everyone yeah. knows him. For no re for <laughs> just because they saw him in a dream, he's um, like the dr dream man thing. It's like when you take a bunch of Benadryl, you'll see the 
Yeah. Guy with the hat. That guy. Whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually, that's weird that you bring that up because I didn't know that was a thing until like a week ago when one of my coworkers explained that to me. Oh, uh, uh, you don't know Hat Man? I didn't know Hat Man <laughs> until like a week or two ago. So I've put up A24's uh, budget. So I don't know how accurate these charts are. For their box office productions, they generated $123 million in revenue in 2022. Mm. They spent $13 million. So they probably spent double that for advertisement, right? You know, that's yeah. the golden rule. Mm-hmm. So $26 what? million, they brought in $123 million. And so I that's think good. The biggest thing uh, with A24 that um, saves them from spending a lot of money is they're more publisher than actual like producer. Um, where it's like, like talk to me for example, they made the film. A24 just took that movie and published it, and then there's obviously like um, contracts that have to be signed out where it's like. Of box office returns, A24 gets this percentage, you guys get this percentage. Um, so I think they And let's face up- it, they also don't... They also don't spend, like, $10 million contracts on a single actor. You yeah. know? Like Disney would or something. Oh, yeah. So they're, like, they're not spending $50 million on Robert Downey Jr. They're yeah. spending, you know... I don't know, a million dollars. Probably like six figures like on big actors, their biggest actors, right? Yeah. Six figures to maybe But I mean, it is possible that A24 isn't even having to like fork over that money. Because, um, I, I mean, I, I have no idea how their contracts are set up, but obviously like... I was about to say, that, uh, that probably just depends on contract. Because you feel like if you're a publisher, you probably... Have to do something, but like know? not necessarily because it's literally like an indie or like a small talk. Like you and me, we could make a movie. Well, we the thing they would do is they would they would buy our rights and then they would improve them because we would have like a demo basically. Yeah. It's like in music when you make a successful demo and you're the person singing on it, they'll buy the song from you. And you can still have your song out, but then they'll re-record it, remaster, mm. put different instruments just in case. Like, they'll spend a bunch of money to remaster the song you've oh, already yeah. made. So that's what I'm assuming happens when A24 buys a movie. I'm not sure. I'm not in their financial department, so I don't know. Because I think the biggest thing is, like, because um, the Raka Raka brothers, when they were explaining you know, A24 taking on their movie. Um, when they were uh, on Corridor's uh, channel, they were essentially saying that A24 actually, it was either very little or no changes to their movie, their finished movie. So it was like, I think they spent $10 million producing uh, Talk To Me, and then mm-hmm. they approached um they approached A24 and A24 was like yes we will publish your uh movie for you and essentially like the actual publishing costs of like 
getting it out to movie theaters, advertising it, all of that, that's the brunt of the cost that A24 takes on. And then obviously both company, both A24 and then Raka Raka or whatever company funded their movie, um, that money will get split accordingly. Um, but I think that's the biggest thing how A24 saves money is it's like, it doesn't matter how much you pay an actor. A24 isn't paying them. You are. A24 mm-hmm. is just going, we're doing all the grunt work for you and getting your indie film into theaters and like advertised out to people on social media, on TV, uh, so forth and so forth. But. I think yeah, like- so for for that one it's a special case apparently what I'm reading um right now it says very rare is a publisher will acquire something and publish it as it is yeah no Part that is of both that is purpose very- and quality publish house is their refinement of a product so like basically what I was saying so like mm-hmm. what they did was um they probably Fully finish the movie, and they probably get a huge mm, percentage. Like, if we just wrote a script and someone bought it from us, we, we might like, oh, we get 5% of stuff, you know, because they're yeah. funding the actors, they're funding the camera people, they're funding all this stuff, right? Mm. But if we had spent all the money to actually make the film, it'd be like, oh, we get like 50 60%. Yeah. That's what I'm uh, assuming. Yeah, I think... I mean, I, I don't know if A24 was just special with their movie or if they are kind of like with most movies they get in, if they're just very much like, that's the way you think this movie should go out, then it goes out that way. Or if they like also make a bunch of changes. I do think a lot of like larger studios think, like Universal I think Warner, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. they so, definitely make a crap ton of oh, changes yeah. to movies because they like... Um, very specific about runtime and stuff like that. Like, if your movie goes on for too long, sorry, we're cutting out scenes that may ruin your movie, but it has yes. to be, it has to finish sooner. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm assuming since everyone talks so highly of A24, but since they're somewhat of a big company, they still, you know. Do the basic things with mm-hmm. film testing and producers and whatnot, but you probably have more leeway than Disney. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I think a good... Because their end goal... So, like, what I've seen is that they find products that they like, right? Mm-hmm. And they think are super creative, and they fund it. Yeah. So, they do love and value the creativity of the creator. And so I think they really just focus on the refinement of it instead of being controlling. I think a good example of like larger studios really cutting back. Um, and I, I guess these like, well, actually, I guess neither of these are good examples, but because um, it's. Say like the original Blade Runner movie. Um, from 1982, I believe. Uh, the theatrical release of that movie is so drastically different 
from the director's cut that you get um, later on. Um, and I finally watched, and I think the final cut, the final version of the movie is from like 2007 or something. I watched someone go through and like show what the differences between the movies were. <laughs> the theatrical cut had horrible narration over the entire movie because the studio wanted to essentially like they didn't want to have this movie where it was like the audience actually has to be intelligent and understand what the person is feeling on screen no they're just going to explain it to you in narration that's what the studio was wanting and then it has this like whole ending of him riding out into the sunset in his car and it's like whereas the actual version it kind of just abruptly ends when the elevator doors close because it's supposed to be this more um i guess ambiguous that the right word ending probably yeah, yeah um but it was like the studio the studio had so much they want, like, they wanted to play it so much safer so people would actually come and watch it at the theaters that they turned the what is known as the theatrical release is a horrible, horrible movie. <laughs> and it <laughs> understandably flopped at the box office. Um, and it's like... It's just it's weird that studios do that, and then I mean, I guess another example is like that is um Justice League, but at the same time, I understand why the studio cut it down because four hours of movie is ridiculous, especially if it's in four by three aspect ratio, especially when it was probably bad anyway i n- I never watched the Snyder cut of that movie i I probably should before I just flat out say nah or (laughs) I just like bad. The the original (laughs) one was so bad and it's like it's from an era of DC where nothing they did was good. Uh, It wasn't until they got a Marvel director that they actually had good content. It's crazy. So Blue Beetle is considered like one of the best movies they've ever made. And it's, not, it's like the worst. Well. Yeah, it, I've, I haven't it's heard anything like the worst selling one. It's, it's like the worst selling one. It's done $128 million at the box office so far. And it's left our theater. Which is like. I just like, I don't know. I how much they did it advertised cost? It, they advertised it pretty well. Probably $200 million knowing Hollywood. Um, but it's like, I, I don't know if it was just not, I, I guess not enough people were invested in Blue Beetle. So I think one thing, one thing it's like one, I guess the cartoons, you know who Blue Beetle is, but I feel like maybe it's personally other than those cartoons. I've never heard of Blue Beetle in my life. Yeah. I and haven't. In I, those like, cartoons, he's not even like the main guy. I've even heard of Ant-Man before those movies came out. Like, I had heard of... 
Oh God, COVID. Um, I've heard of Ant Man before, like through animated shows. But I have, mm-hmm. yeah, I've never heard of Blue Beetle before. Um, right, so I think that was the thing which Hollywood's going to take it as well. No one wants Hispanic movies. So <laughs> yep. yep, that's, that's pretty that's much how the, it that's works. Exactly. That's the only reason. There's no other reason for why that movie. So it cost $104 million to make. So not the $200 million um, typical uh, superhero movie. I still think they should have spent so, far less. So they. So they, I guess they didn't cover advertisement, which I guess I don't know how much they advertised it. Because again, I didn't feel like I saw advertisements of it, but I have ad blocker and everything. So, mm. so yeah, I that, mean, that I, I only watch thing. YouTube and Funimation and I have subscriptions to both. So I don't watch. So yeah, so I don't, I don't know how well they advertised it. Maybe they made more than they spent, but it, Feels like they probably got close to breaking even, and that's about probably. it. Which is like, I don't know. That is interesting. Another interesting thing, though. So it's sitting at 120 million dollars worldwide, or 120 million six hundred seventy-three thousand three hundred fifty-eight dollars at the box office. You know what movie is right behind it at 120 million dollars even? Flash. The Taylor Swift movie. That just came out? Yeah, it (laughs) opened Friday the 13th. It's opening opening night or opening day uh, on Friday. It did 39 million. And it jumped up to like 96 million Saturday and now it's at 128 million. As As a musician, if I ever get big big enough to have uh you know work with people um i will refuse about talking taylor swift and beyonce i like (laughs) them but i will never put myself in a situation where i might accidentally say something bad about one of those two because their fans are scary oh no (laughs) their fans are scary (laughs) their fans are very devoted um and I mean, at so, the end of the day, Taylor Swift is a very talented artist. I Taylor can never, Swift I can't say, is the greatest artist of our generation yeah, yeah, as a white lady. <laughs> yep. Yes, it's she like, is very good. Please, Taylor Swift fans. <laughs> we, we love Taylor yep. Swift. 1989. Yeah. Yep. Which I, I, I still find it so funny because... So the reason it released on Friday the 13th, which is just a bad day, that's a bad omen to release your movie on Friday the 13th, but it's because her favorite number is 13, and <coughs> holy crap, I'm coughing more than I have all day. Um, I think I'm talking too much. Uh, so they, like at, at our local theater... Our ticket prices are $5 a ticket for adults, $4 a ticket for children. Super cheap, because it is a small town theater. Um, they hard set all ticket prices countrywide. Adult tickets have to be nineteen eighty nine a ticket. 
and ch- children's or yeah, child tickets have to be thirteen thirteen a ticket. Just that's because how you know that's how you know she's that powerful. That's how you know. Oh yeah, but and it's like um, some theaters have the option to essentially add on their own additional charges on top of that. So for instance, the um, oh what's that? Shoot, I'm brain farting on that theater's name. The Regal, uh, the Regal Theater in Parkersburg, West Virginia. Uh, their tickets are set at $21 for adults. They added on their fee and just rounded it up to $21. And it's like... That's so annoying, because everything at our theater is rounded to the nearest quarter. And you, there's no additional tax put on to anything you buy at the theater. So it's like $5 even for tickets, $4 even for nachos, like... Three fifty for a large popcorn, or it's probably like four fifty or something like that. I don't know, um, but it's all rounded to quarters, so we don't have any other change in the drawer other than quarters and then cash. So now we have to throw in a bunch of pennies, dimes, and nickels because Taylor Swift wanted her tickets to be fancy. Ni- fancy uh, we numbers. agree with her to do whatever she wants. Oh, because I, Taylor Swift <laughs> is the hey, greatest artist. I think it's goofy. She can do whatever she wants. She is an incredible artist. I don't think anyone can deny the fact that she is a genuinely talented artist. I'm just like, she made $1.4 billion in ticket sales alone for her last tour. And this is a movie based on her tour, where essentially just a camera crew followed her around and filmed her tour. So it's like a glorified YouTube video. Oh, I'm, I gotta, that, I that's, gotta get that's, out. You're getting me in trouble, Kate. I am getting <laughs> in trouble. No, <laughs> it's, it's more like a, like a legitimate documentary. I have seen... Obviously, trailers from it. There were trailers everywhere. The actual quality is like National Geographic quality documentary. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, uh, she or her team or whoever, they're smart because they know the fan base is literally just going to do whatever she puts out. Oh, yeah. No, whatever pay, she puts out, whatever they'll amount pay of money. whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. And if anyone tries to insult it, they'll they'll get them canceled. They'll get them fired. And yeah. Don't they'll do anything. Rich girl becomes richer. You know what? More and power to her if she can keep squeezing. No, I'm not going to continue on. <laughs> this is just getting off of the... no, I was about to have to not release this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know how like... ruthless Taylor Swift fans can be. I've argued with Taylor Swift fans at the movie theater. Not customers. I'm not arguing with customers. But <laughs> so one of our coworkers was a huge Taylor Swift fan. Um, and what'd you say? What'd you complain about? Well, they were trying to essentially say that, like, because they were talking about how, like, pre so pre sales alone. I think this movie did like 24 million dollars in pre sales. Like, instantly, the day they opened. Which is insane. It broke all sorts of records. Just being in pre-sales. 
they were trying to explain to me that like, oh, this is going to be one of the biggest movies of the year. And I was like, no, it's for weekends. It's only open. It's not open weekdays. It's literally only open Friday, Saturday, Sunday for four weekends plus Halloween. So so wait, how much have they made already? One hundred twenty-eight million. One hundred twenty-eight million opening week times four, because it'll probably be that same amount. Is nowhere near one point five billion dollars. Or even but we're just but, but if we're considering a per day basis, she ain't wrong. On a per day basis, that's one of the biggest movies ever. Wait, what? If we're saying. What, three, six, nine, twelve, twelve days, right? And it finished with like half a billion dollars, right? Yeah. It would, On a it per would... day basis. Oh, no, yeah. That's insane. That, that'd if, be if one if of the greatest, it... that'd be one of the greatest movies on a per day basis ever. Yeah, but they're trying to explain to me, because I was just like, well, it's not going to like, it's not going to touch Barbie. Facts. Or like Mario movie. on pure on pure total. They amount told facts. me they were this. <laughs> she was just like, "Oh no, yeah, probably," and I was like, "No, <laughs> no, no!" In no conceivable way is that movie going to come anywhere near close to Barbie, a movie that more than anything deserves to be the highest grossing movie of this year. Great movie. And I, they were just like, I was like, it's not going to touch Barbie. It's not going to touch Mario. It's probably not even going to touch Oppenheimer. And they were like, what's Oppenheimer at? And I think at the time it was like 800 million. And it's up to 950 million now. But it was at 800 million. They're like, oh yeah, no, it'll pass that. And I was like, no, it's only open four weekends. There are not enough movie theaters in the country. To accomplish that amount of money in four weekends. Low-key, though, how great would it be for her if she was right? Though? She'd hold it over for you, over oh. you forever. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't hear, <laughs> oh, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hear the end of it. <laughs> I'd hold it against you, honestly. That'd be so oh, funny. Now she, I'm uh, rooting for it. Allegedly, allegedly, uh, is going to... Wants to procure one of the movie theaters T Swift posters. Allegedly. Um and I allegedly. kind of want to allegedly take it before she allegedly takes it. <laughs> Just to spite her. Do it and hang it in your room and post it everywhere. Yes. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. You realize how much I could sell that poster on eBay? <laughs> you have to get it you have to take it yeah so, i i allegedly damn. allegedly have um oppenheimer and barbie posters already because <laughs> i actually really like those movies so i just wanted posters yeah, so if this taylor swift thing really does continue on its rate for four weekends that'd be 500 million mm -hmm. half a billion dollars for what 12 days 15 days whatever the math is i think it would be because it's like it's four weekends so three days each so 12 plus halloween so 13 days oh 13 it's her favorite no okay i get it i see um 
half a billion does. dollars in 13 days. I mean, it'll be, it'll be interesting the to see The movie it... costed $15 million to make. Not bad. Not a bad return, must say. So, on just literally pre-sale tickets, they... Because there's not <laughs> yeah, advertisement, right? The advertisement the- was in Taylor Swift tweeting out she is opening a movie. Yeah. Like, that's they the advertisement. Yeah, they didn't have to do anything. And Nef- or NFL, like, gave her, like, basically $100 million worth of free advertisement. If you did not know this, she is currently dating a NFL legend yeah. who plays on the Kansas City Chiefs. Dude, people so, are kind of being really weird and crazy about that for no reason. And so the NFL would show her every two seconds any game she's at, and they would freely advertise her movie and music in hopes yep. that'll make her come perform at the Super Bowl. So Taylor Man. Swift didn't even need to advertise anything. Because what were the what were the dates that her tour ran? Wasn't it was it just 2023 or was it 2022? Into 2020. It was. Just, I, I'm pretty sure it was just 2023. So She's so big of an she, artist. She doesn't need to do year long tour. If she performs at the Super Bowl, is what? When? When is the next Super Bowl? February. February. Every year. Every year. So technically, that would be outside of. That would be into 2024. But like, that's a pretty gosh darn good year for her. Yeah. But she doesn't need it. The NFL needs her more than she needs it. Oh, yeah. I look this up. Because the Super Bowl doesn't pay you. Her net worth is like nearly $900 million. Yeah. So the Super Bowl doesn't pay you. So there's not really a reason for her to perform. Um, Her fan group doesn't overlap with NFL people. So there's not really a reason to perform. Yeah. And um, like... They want to beg her because the Super Bowl halftime shows. It's hard for them to get the biggest artists. Not hard, but. It's not as big a thing as it was as it used to be. Yeah, I feel like it used to be where it was like. It was actually like kind of an honor to be selected yeah. as an artist for the halftime. It's, it's not an honor. They also make you pay for your own concert, too. Okay, I, I, I do want to say. I don't know if like this the is weekend a, spent like a few million dollars I, I of was, his own money. Yeah, I was just gonna mention the weekend. I know a lot of people online say that the weekend's halftime show is not good. Is one of the more That's weird. Entries. I thought it was good. I loved it. Yeah. Granted, I love his music. That in, all, literally that entire. I mean, set literally list compared for, to any other Super Bowl. Where people didn't spend their own money and just took like the bare minimum budget the Super Bowl gives you, mm-hmm. and it's vastly better. Like, who was, who was who performed at the last one again? I think that one was a bunch of people, right? Was that the Snoop Dogg smoking and like a bunch of other rappers? Oh yeah, yeah, it was. That one was yeah. actually it pretty. It was chill. Interesting. It yeah. was like it wasn't bad, but it was just like chill. I just love the um oh what was one of the edits that came out after that it was like um oh super smash bros cuz of the like floating platforms 
that they were dancing on. Oh yeah, <laughs> she was dancing. On. Oh no, no. So th- that was two years ago. Last year was Rihanna. Oh, she was this past this? year. This past year was Rih- Rihanna. Okay, Rihanna was the- okay, and then Snoop Dogg and all them were two years ago. Oh okay. yeah, because Rihanna was pregnant, and people were like, "Is she pregnant? Is she pregnant? Is she pregnant?" Dude, I because this was her second child, not the first one, so people weren't sure yet. She also, I'm giving us a two minute wrap up because I I need to poop. (laughs) Okay, I'm Um, turtling right now, so we gotta. Oh gosh, okay, I didn't need to know that. Uh, I think you did because I'm 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 coming. Oh wait, whoa, pause, pause. Not on the oh. <laughs> All right, this has been on the reel because it's coming. It's coming. Oh, uh, the, God. K- okay, Katie okay, and Diego Ferreira. Bye. <laughs>